Welcome to the Seven Figure Impact Podcast, where I help men and women just like you who have a drive to make positive, powerful impact within their local community do so through licensed assisted living, group homes, and community have businesses. I'm your host, Ariana. I'm a co-CEO of a seven-figure home and community-based agency, former professional foster parent, mother of three children, coach, course creator, and so much more. I'm obsessed with helping aspiring providers break into the business of care without all the confusion, overwhelm, or even owning their licensed property. And I help current providers intentionally market, develop systems, streamline their back end, and scale their income. If you are wanting to build a business in care and make seven-figure impact, you are in the right place. Let's get it going. Welcome back to the Seven Figure Impact Podcast. I'm your host, Ariana J, and I am so glad you are here. I'm excited about this episode today because this is something that I have been talking about between me and Dre. I've been talking about it with some of my fellow business owners. I've been talking about this with my current students. And so I think it's really important that we talk about resiliency in our business. Now, I want to say that it doesn't matter where you're at in this conversation, whether you're at the very beginning, you're in the middle, your business is up and licensed, and you're starting to get traction with clients and revenue and all of that, or you're about to grow and scale this thing, right? doesn't matter where you're at. I feel like you can resonate with some of this. And I want to talk about like duality and having both and, right? A lot of times, specifically women, we feel that we have to choose one or the other. We have to choose our families. We have to choose our partners and we choose ourselves, our passions, our desires, our businesses last. And if we don't do it in that order, somehow we're we're wrong, right? And I was having a very interesting conversation in a chat recently, and it was about being a good mom, focusing on their family, right? And there's nothing wrong with that, but it started to make me feel like, you know, we can be both and, right? We can focus on our family and have a very high successful business, right? We can focus on our family and run, operate very successful businesses. We can focus on our family and have seven figure operations, right? We can focus on our family and build the business that we desire, right? We can do all of those things and you can change focus on your family to whatever that is supposed to be, right? Being a good mother, being a good partner, being a good daughter, whoever you need to be, right? So you can be both and, and not allowing that notion to really come into play and mess with us on our entrepreneurial journey. And so I'm speaking from all of these different points, from conversations that I've had, from feelings that I have personally, from conversations that I've had with my students in my group program, right? All of these things are kind of like coming into play. So I personally feel doesn't matter where you're at in this growth, in this journey, because it is a journey. I believe that you can take pieces of this, maybe not the whole thing, but maybe you feel this way. Maybe you don't, right? I don't want to project. (laughs) So maybe you don't feel this way, but this is what 
I'm going through. This is what some of my students are going through. And this is some conversation that I have been having with other providers. As y'all know, I like to keep it real, real. (laughs) I like to keep it real, real. I have experienced my highs, like high highs, and I've experienced some really low lows with starting my business with my children in tow and juggling it all. I think there's this really, really big misconception that once you get your business started, you take the leap and you're actually up and running. Everything just falls into place and it doesn't. It doesn't. (laughs) Sorry to be the barrier of bad news, but it doesn't. There's all of these little things that we have to learn about ourselves, that we have to implement in our business, that we have to create and cultivate a team around us so we can scale. There are all of these little things that go into place when we are looking at like full resiliency in business and duality of having both and. So I'm not quite sure if you're following me or not. Hopefully you are. This is a feeling that I've had for a really long time. And it was something that I juggled with. There is something that I juggled with. I think we can have a whole nother conversation on hustle culture, right? Working, working, working all the time. But that's another conversation for later. I could easily go off on a tangent about it and I don't want to, (laughs) at least not today. We can have that conversation later, but it's really important that we talk about what resiliency looks like, but also having context to hold it all because I truly believe that we can have it all and we can hold it all. Now, is it going to be perfect? No, no, it's not. And if you are thinking that in any way, my friend, please like, let's change that thought process. Let's change that mindset because it's not going to be perfect. And and it's going to be harder on you if you even expect it to be perfect. Okay. Because it is not going to be, right? According to the American Psychological Association, resiliency isn't a rare ability, but instead it has to be developed and nurtured, right? It has to be developed and nurtured in whoever it is, right? It's something that we can all work on. And I like to say your mindset is your strongest muscle. I heard that from Robin Arzan of Peloton. She's a Peloton instructor and I absolutely love her. And I really think that it is. And then also giving ourselves grace. So when we look at having it all, when we look at holding it all, one of the biggest things when I was first starting my business that I like looked at with like, you know, like the little emoji face with the stars in the eyes, like that's how I was when I would think about this piece of resiliency because it is actually really hard to do. And the fact that you can have this thing that I'm going to talk to you about, it is not going to be easy. It is a necessity to have it, right? But you can have both and, right? You can run a very successful business. You could be happy in your business the way it is. And you can also do this thing, but know that you have to have resiliency in it, okay? Hey there, if you are ready to make impact within your local community and you are ready to get started, I have something for you. So listen up. 
The Startup Provider Program is open for enrollment for a limited time. The Startup Provider Program is a self-study program over 12 weeks, so you can get on track with opening your business and care so much faster. We talk about everything from mindset and focus to clients and funding to licensing and certification and everything else in between, specifically focusing on that market research so that you can find the right license type and the requirements to open the business and care that you desire. So head over to Startup Provider com for more details. All right, now back to the show. So I guess the episode's kind of two part, but I believe that they all connect in a way. And so hopefully you can see through like what I'm talking about. <laughs> I kind of feel all over, but it's all connected to me in my mind, right? So as you guys know, I've said before, you have to build a team to really make any business work and scale, right? That's just what it is. You can't do it all, right? So when I think about building a team, this was something that has been extremely hard to do because of the values and the mission that I have within myself and within my company to find the right people, right? But it was also that, I was determined to have the right people, right? So it was this, I kind of felt like you either have the team, right? Of just anybody so you can build your team and scale or you have this really perfect team that you think of all of the things that you feel that are aligned to yourself and your business and you grow your team very slow because of that because not everybody can play on your team, right? And so, again, with duality of knowing that I need to have this team to grow and scale my business, but I also get to have the team that I want and I desire that aligns with my mission, right? Because you get to have it all. You get to have the team that you want, right? But with that, I think providers and myself included were a little bit shocked at the process. I was like, wait a minute. I want to claim that I am premier, that our team is great, this and that, but I'm hurting when it comes to hiring employees or I'll just take anybody off the street because I need to make a quota and and this and that, right? So again, like we're pulled between this one or the otherness, right? And I feel like resiliency comes into play when you know what you want and you know that you can have it all and you can have both right? I can have a team, I could scale my company, but my team members need to be of this standard. You can have it all. And so what happens, I find, is a lot of people, they're not resilient with this, right? So so two things kind of happen. Either they stop building their team, right? And they provide the care themselves because they're just like, I can't deal with this. The The quality of caregivers isn't the best. And so I'm just going to settle, Right. And and they just like they give up. They don't even fully grasp the importance of truly building a team. And there is a lot of resiliency that comes with that. Right. Another thing about resiliency and team building is like you're not ever probably I will say, I mean, I don't know what's always going to happen in the future. Right. But when we look at a team 
It's almost in the sense of raising children. Now, let me explain this. You're not going to ever have a child who is going to do every single thing right, who's never going to do anything wrong, who's not going to need to learn from their mistakes, right? And who's going to have some hard lessons and you're going to have to teach them, right? That's just what it is. When you have a child, you just know that. Now, when you're building your team, you cannot expect unicorns to just be there, right? There's nobody's going to come on your team who is a total unicorn and is going to do everything the way they're supposed to do it. It's just not realistic. And I think this also goes into resiliency, resiliency and building a team because you have to have the time to put into your team, to train them so that they can perform in a way and even understand. And it's not always about performance, it's about them understanding things too, right? And I got to a point in my career, right? My entrepreneurial journey where I was really sick and tired of the team building, right? I feel like I'm also a person that exchanges energy very easily with people. And so I was having a harder time with bringing employees on, right? And that exchange of energy and some of it, I just didn't understand, but at the end of the day, that's really what it was. And I had a really hard time with that. You know, I also understand now that you can only show a person, you can only teach a person, you can only do so much before you have to draw the line and say, I'm sorry, I can't help you, right? I'm sorry, you just don't make the mark for our team. And that's okay too. But we, we can't force people to be in a situation that they're actually not capable of fully grasping on their own, even with the training. And COVID was a huge catalyst for providers, current providers, just hiring anybody. And I... I have to say I was one of them, right? Now, the people that I did choose to hire, they were very safe individuals and I felt comfortable with my clients being in their care. But I know that some of them, not all of them, some of them were only going to be able to do so much, right? And that's okay. I know their capabilities. They know their capabilities. It's all out there on the table. But even that, that resiliency is something that, you are going to need as you are on this journey in care and really across all industries, right? Because team building across all industries <laughs> is quite challenging, but it's not to say that it's not doable and it's not to say that it's not worth it because it is worth it, right? It is worth it. I try my best to let my team know that they are important to the company, right? And we are, we are appreciative of them, but at the same time, allowing them to know, yes, we feel this way, but you still have a job to do. This is still what is required, right? And so being able to be resilient as we build our teams and we play this role of leader and we play the different roles in our very own lives, right? Wife, mother, partner, all the things, we can have it all. We can have this team. We can be great mothers and wives and put our family first. But it's all about like really perspective and that mindset to know that you can have it all, but then also understand how hard it's actually going to be and to be able to roll with the highs and the lows of that. 
Now, I want to talk about the mindset piece a little bit, because when I say mindset is your strongest muscle, right? This whole conversation about resiliency and duality and all of that, it's not just for the business side of things or the personal side of things. I want to talk a little bit about the mindset and what you could do to ensure that you are strengthening your mindset so that you can continue to be resilient in the different challenges that you're going to have. Now, if, if this is the first time you're ever hearing me or listening to me, this, this is obviously going to be new to you. So for one, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. And for two, I love to work out. I work out and I do it for my mental health, right? Now, the physique that comes with it, the weight loss that comes with it, all of those wonderful benefits that come with it are positive side effects, I guess. But for me, I needed an outlet to be able to strengthen my mindset, to help with my anxiety, all of those things. So mental health is a huge factor here. So when we're looking at the mindset is the strongest muscle. Are you doing what you could do to help yourself with your mindset? So I'm not sure if working out would be a great thing for you. I'm not sure if meditation or some other activities that you would you would really enjoy doing would be that outlet for you. But having that outlet that you are able to focus and kind of gird your mind of, all of these different nuances in life that happen in our personal lives, that happen in our business, and and it allows you to like work through those so that your mindset is strong, okay? Because it's super easy to get uh, knocked down and your mind can go in this tailspin, you know? And so for me, I'm able to work out. I do this five to six days a week. And I used to get up super early in the morning and like like at 5.45 in the morning or 5.05 in the morning or 6.05 in the morning and, and do this workout. And I needed it to be rigid like that. Nowadays, it's not that rigid. Do I work out? Absolutely. I love it. I'm actually going to go work out after I have a meeting. <laughs> But it's been absolutely fantastic. And for me, when I look at resiliency, I feel like I have been able to do this and I've been able to have the duality of both, right? Resiliency and then having it all and holding the life that I truly want because the mindset is there and the mindset is strong enough to kind of carry me through some of those ups and downs because there's definitely them. This next topic that we're going to, it's going to bleed into is really being able to have resiliency in overcoming challenges. This is a huge one because as I talk to some of my students, they have had some challenges, right? There have been some great challenges that they faced in their licensing process and even after their license, right? Personally, I have faced numerous challenges, right? From meeting agency requirements to maintaining work-life balance. And it's not always been bliss, right? Resiliency, it's been key in navigating these hurdles because they are 
they're truly hurdles, right? These are the lows that you have. These are not challenges aren't necessarily looked at as the highs of business or life. But I think it's really important to be able to overcome those challenges and give yourself space to like process, right? That's one thing that I didn't do a lot in the beginning was to be able to like process these things and to praise myself for how far I've come. I have a student in my program who has gotten licensed and all the challenges that they have went through for that, which in a nutshell, wasn't really too bad, but still they were challenges. So I want to acknowledge that. But then the challenges after being licensed, right? So there's two different things I want to talk about is after your license, you still have challenges that you're going to be working on and through, whether it's going to be a client that you are working with, whether they're in a residential setting or not, not all clients are going to be easy breezy, right? You're going to have some that have their challenges and it's up to you to be able to work through that with them. What is not working? Let's figure this out, right? But then there's some that just can't be served or can't be served in the setting that you have. And that's okay. But most of the time there is kind of this explosion or meltdown or something that comes with that. There's a trigger moment that comes with that, that leads to this kind of like eruption, right? And those eruptions are very challenging to deal with. Okay. They're not the easiest things in the world. And so being able to have you and have resiliency in some of those situations, because some of them can be very upsetting, but to be able to step back, look at things objectively. One of the ladies in the group program, when we had learned about one of the situations with one of the students and what they were going through with a resident, she had said, you have the patience of Job, right? And it's so true. It's so true because even myself, I was like, wow, again, is this the same individual? But this particular provider was able to see the situation objectively, know what the triggers are, right? Yes, there were feelings that went into place about the situation that happened, but they were able to like navigate it with community right? That we have, we talk through, we talk through things, but they were able to see the potential in the resident and they weren't going to give up or tap out, right? They weren't going to give up or tap out. Now that's some resiliency and part of their property was destroyed. I mean, I'm going to be very honest. I'm not going to tell the whole story here, but there was some damage to the property, but they were able to look at it. They were able to be resilient in this situation. They were able to think about it objectively. And then they were able to to make that that next step, right? Resiliency is not about just bouncing back, right? It's not. It also involves growing and transforming through that experience because it is a learning experience. And it's about growing and transforming through that because you're we're pulling something from it, right? We're pulling something from it. It's not just hard or tough for no reason. There's a lesson that we've learned from that experience. And that's the piece that as we overcome these things that we have to pull out and be grateful for, right? We can have it all. We can hold it all. We can be it all, right? But just knowing that there's more to that than just something feeling good because not it don't always feel good, my friend, not at all. 
you know, resiliency and all that goes into it has been an amazing journey for me personally, even as I go through this entrepreneur journey, right? My journey and resiliency with business and in life, specifically when it comes to self-care, right? If I had not been able to focus on the growth and transformation of myself, right? Through taking care of myself and being the best version of myself possible, I can 100% guarantee you that my business would not be where it is today. Let me rephrase that. I can absolutely guarantee you 1000% that my businesses, because I have a couple of them, would not be where they are today. And the reason why is because if you are not able to grow and expand, right, and have this context to be able to hold it all and to be able to one, nurture yourself, take care of yourself so that you can hold it all, truly hold it all, I wouldn't have been where I'm at today, right? When I look back at the work that I've had to go through so that I can be on this, not even trajectory, but this path that I'm on, that in itself is resiliency, right? That in itself is the ability to look at a situation, know that you're going to have to go through some hard shit, peel back some layers, do some self-work so that you can be the best version of yourself that you possibly can be. So that when I am at home, I can be home, right? So when I am at work, I can be fully present at work, when I'm dabbling into a project here or there, right? When I'm about to make this big investment, whatever it is that I have the ability to pour into myself so that I can uh, develop this resiliency for growth and transformation because evolution, it really happens over a lifetime. We're always changing. We're always progressing. You know what I mean? And, And progression in a way of, yes, it could be positive, or it could be negative, right? You grow when you learn some things that you learn, you apply it in a positive way. Some things you grow when you learn and you don't apply it in a positive way. And I have made this determination within myself is to look inward, work on the inwardness so that I can have this duality and hold it all and really create this life that I want and desire. And I, and I can tell you right now, I am living and walking in this path that I want and desire. And and as I move, right, and as I have visions and as I have goals that that come about of things that I want to do, I always come back and ask myself, like, can I hold that? Can I hold space for that in my life? Can I hold on to the desire for that, the mission, the why behind whatever it is that I do? And and if if it comes to, to, to me and I'm not able to hold it, right, I'm not able to hold it fully in all the, the rest that I'm juggling, I let it go. I have ideas that pop in this little brain of mine all the time, right? It would be nice. I think of this. This little idea could lead to that. I have them all the time, but I don't hold them all, right? I hold the ones that I truly want in my life because I know I want my life. I want my business to be in a certain way. But I also, again, acknowledge that once I do want that thing, 
The resiliency factor has to contribute to it. And my mindset and keeping all of that together is part of the process. And just to know that that is indeed part of the process. I don't think that there is one said tool that I use for resiliency and growth, right? There, There's not this one thing that I did. I get asked that a lot about, okay, what do you do? What works for you? I do, I do a multitude of things and it really depends on where I'm at, right? It, it depends on what I'm working on. I know the core things that I need to do for my own mental health, right? I know the core things that I I need to do to feel good about my position as a mother, my position as a wife, my position as a partner, my position as these different things. And I, I know those core things, right? But some of the other tools that I might need at the different phases of the journey may look different. They may look different. Back in 2020, one of the things that I needed at the beginning of the year, I had focused, like I had intentionally set self-care to be the thing of 2020 for me. When COVID hit, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't travel. I can't this, I can't that. All of these things came into my mind and I was like, no, no, no. I have in my mind that I need this for me. It was a whole bunch of different things, but I was the center of it all. It was it was very selfish season for me and I needed it to be. I needed all eyes to be on me. I needed my attention to be on me. I needed to take care of myself. And so despite all of these regulations and travel restrictions and all the things, as soon as I was able to travel just a little bit, baby, I was gone. Okay. Once a month I was gone for about a week. Okay. And I flew down to Texas and I was down there, had a condo down there. I did that for like six, nine months, right? That's what I needed in that season. Do I need that right now? No, no, I don't. (laughs) I don't need that right now. Do I still intentionally make time for myself so that I am able to hold it all and I have the mindset and strength to be resilient. Yes, I do. It just looks very different. So whether you are in this phase of just starting your journey out and you might not have the time, I hear this a lot. I'm working so much. I have my family. I don't have the time. Well, I want you to go back to what it is you want your life to look like and having the context and space to hold it all. And if you truly feel like that is something that you want for your life, right? If you want to add this component of being an entrepreneur to your life, so you have your life and you have your business, if you feel like you can hold that all in context, then absolutely you can do it. You just need to tweak some little things so that you can hold it all, my friend. Whether you are already up and licensed, right? You're already up and going and you feel like, oh my God, there is a lot to do. There's a lot to be. And I'm still all of these other things that are very, very important to me in my life, whether it's my children, my parents, aging parents, right? That's a big thing for me right now is holding space for that because that's important for me to be there for them. But it doesn't matter if if you are already in the space of being a provider, like I was saying, up and going, 
just look at really what's important to you. Hold space for that. Allow for the resiliency to to creep in and to overflow into that, right? Allow for that. And you might be like, I don't really know how. Well, look back on your history. You are resilient, my friend. We're all resilient, right? There have been several things in your journey as a current provider where you have been resilient at and with, right? I think that we forget a lot of those things. And I'd encourage you to do some journaling on that. Name 10 things that you have been resilient with in your journey to building your business. Name 10 things, acknowledge those 10 things. If you feel like you haven't been a present partner or a a spouse or to your children, write down 10 things for each one of those and acknowledge where that resiliency has been in play and give yourself grace for that. Give yourself acknowledgement for that. And then think of what do I want it to look like going forward? You already know that I'm going to tell you right now, before you make those 10 things, you have a laundry list of resiliencies that you have done. Whether you are in the startup phase or you're already going, we all do. It's all in our history. We just need to really look at that, acknowledge it and bring it present and remind us like, yes, you was a bad bitch and you got this, right? You got this. I just think it's it's this awareness factor where we can bring this into our lives so much more and look at the journey that we have and know that we get to have it all. And, you know, this whole notion that we could have it all is fairly new to me, right? I'm holding space to something. And when I say fairly new, like I've been practicing over the last three to four years, this notion that you can truly have it all, right? As long as you can hold context for it, as long as you can hold space for it, as long as you are helping yourself through the mental challenges and aspects that go into place to having this resiliency so you can hold context and have it all, right? I just want you to know that doesn't matter where you're at, your journey is important. Doesn't matter where you're at, your challenge is important, right? All of it, all of it. I have a student who they are buying a property, They're in the midst of buying this property. They close in like a week or so. And this is a a half a million dollar property. This is them stepping out on faith and knowing in their abilities, believing in their abilities, right? That they're going to start this business and it's going to be successful. They can have it all, right? They can have the successful business. They can make the most money. They can make this major impact. But the resiliency is holding the faith while you're going through this process. You're looking at this mortgage. You're like, I got to make this payment. I got to do these things, but you can do it. You can do it. And this is what I was telling one of my students, like, you got this. You got this. Look at the resiliency that you've already had, right? Look at the progress that you've already made. And it is too about facing fears. And this is what I was talking with this particular student about is like, let's look it right in the eyes. Let's look fear in the face. And let's say, if this happened to me, let's pull back the layers and see what I would do. Right. And so we had this discussion on this call. And this fear that they had, which is very, very, very legitimate. I'm not downplaying any of it, right? But they get to have the life that they want. They get to take these risks. 
They get to have the business that they want, all of that. And so when we pulled it back and we looked at what the fear was, it was a a mortgage payment. This is a heavy, this is a heavy payment, right? But then when we looked at what can go into play to ensure that you can, you know, calm that fear, make that payment, it was one client really one. And when we were, we were discussing it, it was something like three or five or something like that, that many clients. And so when we really peeled the layers back on, okay, well, what's the expenses? What's all the overhead? What it is? It was really one client. Like, so when we're looking at the duality of it, yes, it is fearful to have that payment, right? Yes, it's scary. I am acknowledging it, right? Because I've been there when I've purchased a property for business and I realized the payment that I had to make and, and all of the things that go into it. So holding space for that fear because it's an actual feeling is fine, but then also being able to move through it because we are holding the life that we actually want and we're willing to get there. And she was willing to get there, right? She got into this this house and it, it, it's gonna produce X amount of income. And she really only only needed one client to pay the bills, to break even. And that's where holding the vision and holding it all. And then the resiliency factor. And there's a certain amount of timeline. You know, like when you get to this piece, there's, it's like crunch time. And so there's a lot of stress in it. But how do we manage that, right? One, community, positive self-talk, mindset, uh, and, and working on that mindset, right? Taking action, peeling back the layers and being transparent so that the resiliency can kick in. And then also with us being able to look at it and say, yes, we are resilient. And yes, we really can hold it all. Because that particular student, I was like, you got this, you got this. And sometimes that's what we need too. And that's where that community factor kicks in, right? Whether you have a dope ass squad or you have a community for connection, sometimes we need those people around us to remind us of who the hell we are. That's sometimes what we need too. So I am just overjoyed to be talking you know, about these conversations. I'm overjoyed at the fact that I can have this conversation and, and this space is created, right? Because whether you have a fear of building a, a team to grow and scale your company, if you have a fear of getting clients into your homes, programs, or services, whether you have a fear of just growing your business and having a guide on this journey to being it all and holding it all as a wife, a mother, a partner, spouse, all of the things. Just know that everything is adaptable. Everything is a learning experience. We are on a journey to become better people over time and that we are able to truly have it all and truly hold it all. It's just about how much can we actually hold and being cognizant of the fact of we have to acknowledge what it is that we are asking for and how much space we actually have within ourselves to hold all of this, right? and to cultivate resilience in our own journey. And remember that we're not gonna be able to avoid some of these pitfalls that happen. But what we can do is get back up stronger and better than ever. So I would love to hear your stories on resiliency, how you have been resilient. Give yourself praise, right, for that. I would, like I said, I would love to hear your stories, right? I hope this helps. I hope this outline created 
a different perspective and a view regardless of where you are at in your journey. And I'm sure we could have went on a way longer tangent than this, but I think this is a great stopping point for now. Thanks so much for rocking with me. As always, if you've made it this far in the episode, I truly appreciate you. If you share this episode, definitely tag me. So if you share it on your Instagram stories or Facebook stories, tag me in it. I would love to post you on my stories also that you are listening to it because it's always helpful to spread the message and then share your learning experience from the episode. That's always helpful for me. All right, my friend, I'll see you same time, same place next week. Bye for now. Hey friend, if you resonated with this show, if you feel the desire to make impact, don't forget to head over to www.startupprovider.com so you can start making seven-figure impact and follow the show so you get notified when I drop a new episode. You can also come follow me on IG at underscore Ariana J. If you follow me there, let me know you came from the podcast. I really would love to meet you. Or you can join me in my private Facebook group, Assisted Living Group Home and Community Hub Providers. I hope to see you there.